Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. As we embark on the second half of the Major League Baseball season, as it stands right now, the Reds up a game in the NL Central over the Brewers. They get the Brewers to start a weekend set coming up later on tonight at Great American. And from the Reds Television Network, he is a great friend of the show. Chris Wells joins us. Hello, Chris. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing very well, MV. Thank you for having me on again. It has been awesome. This last month plus has absolutely re-energized me, and I'm assuming much like many Reds fans out there, that is the same. Is is this something, we talked about this about a month ago, is is this baseball level in which they've been playing, in your opinion, sustainable in the second half? Well, I sure hope so. It it certainly makes it easy to forget the years of futility. Uh, that we've seen here in the last decade. But uh, is it sustainable? Yeah, I, I think it is because they have talent and they play hard. Uh, the, the missing piece, of course, is the pitching. If you really want to start getting down to the, the diagramming out the games, yeah, obviously you know they need to get their pitching back and straightened out. But right now they feel like they can play with anybody, and they've shown it. It's uh, Chris Wells with us via the Andy Moore Automotive Group Potline. You mentioned a, a great point, I thought, in that national series. Uh, and, and things were going haywire for the Nationals. They, I mean, they couldn't hold anybody on. You were talking about the lack of a slide step. And, you know, obviously the Reds were running wild on the base paths in that game. And, you know, it was almost like there was a sense of, well, you know, you feel sorry for Dave Martinez and his team because, you know, they're in rebuilding mode. And you brought up the great point saying, you know what, Reds, the Reds have been used to this type of situation for a number of years. So nobody's feeling sorry for anybody. And I completely agreed with you. Yeah, I mean, it was 2019, the Nationals win the World Series. So, I mean, it's not all that long ago. You've got to go way back, you know, to see when the Reds were last you know, when there was a, a pennant up here, number one, and then a World Series winner. So, yeah, this is what excited this ball club. I mean, a month and a half ago, this ball team was drawing anywhere from seven to 10,000 people in the ballpark. I mean, it was like a ghost town here. Our director and producer on our, on our TV side would, would be wondering, what, what shot can I get of the looks like? You know, there's some people here. But now it's a whole different story. They sold out every game when the Braves were in town right before the break. They uh, also sold out. They're going to sell out tonight here in Cincinnati. Tomorrow is 42,000. And Sunday, probably 37,000 plus whatever walk up they have. So uh, it's just amazing how you can put a winner on the field and you have a starving fan base who's very loyal. And they'll come out. Hey, Chris, the other aspect of it is you just have such a fondness for the way this group gets things done, how they approach playing baseball every day. I had Spencer Steer on here week before last, and I I love their approach because they're just – they've got to pedal down – the entire time, no matter what situation that it is. I mean, that's just what we've all come to expect. And, and when you compound that, Chris, with winning, that is such an incredibly easy product for everybody to grasp. And I think it you can see at the gate here exactly how the Cincinnati Reds fans are grasping that. That is an easy product to fall in love with, and clearly they have. 
it's almost like this team doesn't know any better. They, they don't realize that they're all rookies. They're not making enough money. They don't have enough experience. You know, there are this one all-star guy from this whole team, even though they're the talk of baseball. And But at the same time, you know, they're playing old-fashioned baseball. And that's, I think, the biggest difference is, is that, you know, for years, the last few years, you know, we got so involved in the analytics and how many strikeouts are out there and, and how many home runs your team hits and so on. And the Reds could not compete because home runs come from superstar caliber hitters and the Reds couldn't afford any. So if you sit back and you change your strategy so that you're going to play like everybody else, which is sit back and wait for that three run home run. And it, it just didn't work. I mean, they were outmanned at every turn. This time it's a little bit different. I think the rule changes have really helped. I think the fact that they're a young ball club that have a lot of speed, uh, it's, it's uh, you know, kudos to the front office for going out and, and realizing a few years ago that we have to get more athletic here. We've got to be able to play better defense. We, there's a tough ballpark to pitch in. We can't give away outs. And all those things have kind of come together. And then you add the missing piece. I mean, it's like the, the missing link, this guy, Ellie De La Cruz has come up and just basically changed everything. He's made everybody better. He's taken the spotlight off of anybody else and put it on him. And he is humble. He's a hard-nosed player. And he's got great baseball sense for a 21-year-old. And uh, I'm telling you, the, the guy will uh, he'll never see the minor leagues again, I don't think. And and uh, he'll see the, the All-Star game a lot more than that. I um, You made a great point about this, and especially after uh, last weekend. And, you know, he stole home, and that was a highlight on everybody's show then, as it should be. I, I viewed that. We can see you know, six foot five, the, the power, the strength, the athleticism, the speed. We, we can see that. But what you also saw when he stole second, third, and home was, as you just mentioned, just incredibly, I think, well-rounded baseball instincts at such an incredibly young age as well. That part is equally as amazing to me. You know, I, I really believe that he's they're playing the kind of baseball that we used to coach our kids when they're 13, 14, 15. I was just up here in the, in the radio booth talking to one of our camera guys who's coaching a 16U team, and he was telling me that his whole team wants to pull the Ellie, which is steal home on the pitcher. And we used to practice that when I was coaching my kids, you know, at that yep. age. That was one of our plays. And it's it's almost like these guys are all lined up to play American Legion baseball. And they're playing however they can play. They're playing hard-nosed through nine innings. And uh, De La Cruz is, is just kind of doing that. He's taking advantage anywhere you can. You know, he's run through a couple of stop signs, big deal. His <laughs> speed and his athletic ability is is just way better than anybody else on the field. I remember watching the spring training a workout that they had before the games began down in Goodyear, Arizona. And I'm just watching the bunt drills, defense, and then the outfield relays and so on. And I said to myself after about five minutes, that guy out there, and I'm thinking of Ellie Dale Cruz, he's the best player in red uniform right now, period. No one even close. And it took him a little while, you know, to get the front office convinced to bring him up to the major leagues. But uh, this kid is, I mean, he's got a chance to be the Tiger Woods of baseball. And uh, it certainly is an exciting ride right now. Yeah, and, and the thing, Chris, that also stands out to me is the importance that we have seen in in-game situations in which the Reds have been uh, in- incredibly productive in 
to where you look back and the fact that they took that extra base in the seventh or, you know, kind of took that run when, you know, you just kind of do it on on taking the extra base or a steal or whatever. You know, manufacturing runs in, in maybe middle innings of games becomes so big you know, including the fact that this pitching staff, you, you just kind of know what you're going to get right now. That level, I think, still has to stay for this team to be able to stay consistent as we've seen it so far. And they've been so good in stealing runs, taking extra bases to help them out in in-game situations where they've found success. Yeah, and also sharing the credit around. And uh, I think it's it's a matter of not having any veteran presence in this ball club that are so quote unquote, you know, veteran leaders. Now you got Joey Votto, but think about it this way. When you get down to the trade deadline, every team wants a veteran bat, preferably a left-hander that can hit some home runs. And you got that with Votto, right? And then you're also looking for some pitching. So the Reds already got their infusion of hitting when Votto became eligible and able to play at this level. And, boy, he's tearing it up right now. And uh, so now you just hope that the pitching can get healthy, you know, from within. They need Hunter Green back. and They need Nick Lodolo back. And then if if, uh, Nick Crawl and company can add another starter, you know, to give them a little depth there, uh, then they've got a chance to hang around. But, you know, this weekend, I think, against the Brewers is going to be a nice telltale sign because the Brewers are sending out their top three pitchers. The Reds are going to send out the best pitchers that they have right now, and uh, it'll be a pretty good matchup. you got Milwaukee this weekend. Uh, eight over uh, would be San Fran. Uh, you got them. And then plus 13, Arizona. Uh, L.A.'s plus 13 as well. All that is after this weekend on the schedule. So it is going to be... It'll be an interesting time right here with really good competition forthcoming, Chris. Well, I know they're playing well when you call me up to be on your show because <laughs> when they were losing 95 or more, no. I mean, my phone would never ring. Uh, no, I mean, it makes me sad. It makes me sad. <laughs> I, um, I, I feel like we deserve this. Like, I'm a Reds fan. I've been a Reds fan forever. I mean, going all the way back to the, the early 70s, even before the big red machine, my grandfather would take me over there from southern Indiana. We'd watch games. And it just it seems like the Reds fans, you know, either me or everybody else over there, we're, we're kind of deserving of this style of baseball, this excitement in baseball. We deserve this. It is. I, I love the style of baseball. I really do. I mean, I felt like I was, you know, the old man get off my yard, uh, you know, when – I would talk about how bunts used to be an important part of the game and how stolen bases used to be an important part of the game. I'm just I'm just delighted that the whole thing's kind of come full circle and there are other teams now doing the same thing. But yep. just to think that the Reds have stolen 43 bases in the last 30 days, uh, that is uh, 13 more bases than the next team behind them. And uh, they just run rampant. It's almost like they keep running until they throw you out. So I kind of like that style, and uh, hopefully we're going to see a lot of that this weekend. I don't often want to make a comparison to anything to the St. Louis Cardinals, but that is an 80s brand of baseball that Whitey Herzog and company were so successful in, as you saw, because obviously you were playing against it and a part of it there, too, where they just always were looking to get 90 feet further whenever possible. It's, you know what you do? You, you get into the pitcher's head that way. Yeah. Because a lot of these guys, you know, they're so concentrating and training on throwing the ball hard and spinning the ball the best they can and so on that some of the other little things of the game, they don't really take as seriously as they used to. You know, covering bases, pickoff moves, you know, sidesteps so that you – keep running close and so on. And, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, for the last three or four years, it didn't matter. It didn't even matter in the Meyer leagues 
Now it matters, and anybody who fell asleep at the wheel there is paying the price. All right, I know, Chris, you got to run and get prepared for a broadcast, but uh, it's great to have you on here, and uh, we'll double back and talk to you again, and again, hopefully this weekend's good over at Great American with Milwaukee in town, and we shall do this again soon. Thanks for coming on, buddy. JMV, thank you very much. Enjoy it every time we get the chance to talk. Chris Welsh right there, the Reds Television Network. He's got work to do. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Uh, your calls and hashtag AskPat questions on Twitter at JMV1070 or 239-1070 from Sullivan Hardware and Garden and also from the 9 to 1 extravaganza that's Saturday mornings on 93 WIBC, the Home and Garden Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Mr. Pat Sullivan. Hello, Pat. Hi, John. Hello. How's it going? So somebody sent me a picture yesterday and said, can you believe they, and I'm assuming they was some department store? Right? Mm-hmm. Already had Halloween decorations Yeah. Up. I would say to that person, you will not last in retail. You're, so this person is- When was the last time? Do you ever go, like, like, do you ever get an email, like, in January and go, mm. you know, I was just over at the Home Depot. They have sprinklers out already. Yeah. Can you believe they have sprinklers out? It's in the dead of winter. Why would you have sprinklers out? It's the same thing, man. It's like you got to put Christmas out. Is that savvy advertising, or is that way, way too early, Pat Sullivan? It is a lot of work to flip over a store, and uh, while July does seem a little bit, but I'll tell you, when we put out Christmas, we start putting, our Christmas setup is six to seven weeks, yeah. So, uh, and the Christmas season does not start uh, on Thanksgiving. It starts uh, late October, November 1st, so six weeks, back that up, it's right after Labor Day that you should start. So and when right, we start putting it out, guess what? People start buying it. So what what is the first day that somebody will be able to buy something Christmas like at your store? I would say that would be uh September 8th, 10th, something like that. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. So is this is this all part of a new era of advertising or has it been always no, that way? No, it, dude, it's just how long it takes to physically get everything organized and get I just don't remember it 3D walking in there and them having Christmas decorations up right after Labor Day. Well, that's because there wasn't the internet and everybody <laughs> wasn't complaining about it. When I walked into the Bedford Indiana 3 that happen? <laughs> when I walked into Kmart in Bedford, I don't remember that. So I just want somebody to come up and go, God, I cannot believe you have portable heaters out in August. Has anybody ever walked up to you and said, like today, for example, and say, hey, why don't you guys have your Halloween decorations up by now? Uh, no, no, they, right. they don't. But I'm telling you, if you don't get them out in uh, mid to late August, you're going to miss the boat. All right. So that answers your question regarding decorations and why Halloween Try stuff is Try saying that to right one of now. our decorators at our place. They'll, they'll pop you right in the chops. How many decorators do you have? Uh, we have one, two, three, four, Whoa. five. So they come up five. with these ideas on? Yes. Uh, are they always new, or are they they're always reboot new. anything? They're, wow. always, they're always redoing something. They're decorators. All right. So what? Uh, what is the uh, what is the decoration idea 
that is up next there. Can you tell us, or is this a big surprise? Well, I can just everybody. tell you right now, I just came back from uh, uh, Atlanta to the IF show, and I bought, I purchased a seven-and-a-half-foot moose and a full-size buffalo. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, as in uh, to work into a Christmas display that I can okay not real I, cannot, I thought for a second you were talking about real I thought maybe be, you're going to have like a petting zoo that, or something that would be really cool I don't think you can have a petting zoo with a moose and a buffalo though that's no, a little dangerous though, although you know what it would uh, it teach the kids uh, hey, a good let me, lesson let me tell you this Pat Sullivan I am a huge fan of the buffalo hence the bison because I'm sorry the bison bison meat it is to me better than what you get from the cow it just is Wow. I'd take bison over the livestock, over the cow, any day. So Give me bison. So when you go bison. out to Yellowstone yeah. and everyone is taking photos and getting too close to the buffalo, what you see is I see a, a steak. You know what? You put that thing on, it doesn't shrink, it doesn't, it doesn't say, well, 80% or 85% or 90%. It just gets on there, it stays firm, it's juicy, it is the best meat. That's so bison while meat. everyone else is seeing these majestic animals exactly. that can run up to 30 miles an hour. see a cheeseburger, buddy. You see a cheeseburger. Well, and it's not even so much the stuff that's hanging around in Yellowstone. It's like if you're going 46 between Bloomington and Spencer around Ellettsville, and it's yeah. uh, like they got like cowalos out there. I think they're kind of crossbred with different oh, things. Right? Yeah, yeah, something like that. So Very interesting. Maybe they're... Anyway, shout out to Red Frazier, which I think is down in Greene County now, for fantastic bison. I'm so... Really? I'm all bison all, all right. the time right now, I think. All right. Do you see how much traffic is downtown? Yeah. It is crazy Black Expo is going on. It's going to be yes, a great weekend around here. It is going to be a great here. weekend. What did you think about the whole spark? Did you see the park I that's saw the spark. fired up down there? I think it's set up beautifully. I think their messaging sucks. We had Bob Schultz and uh, young Max uh, from downtown Indian, and they're, uh, so it's spark. Yeah. All right, spark, which I'm not sure what the hell that means, but spark, it's like spark. And then they have menu items below it, like a retail, like you, we would say lawn and garden uh, grilling. Yeah. So spark, fun. All right, I'm in on fun. That's good. Interactive human yeah what the hell does that mean what the hell does that mean how about fun food and beer how about that I, do they sell beer down there yes they do sun no king is down there a little partnership well, with uh I had no idea. sun king uh the the uh going to go out there and have in. a 12 ounce sun king and i'm taking about 1500 calories i checked out the astroturf out there it's nice and soft bring your bring the toddlers down it they, is nice they love hanging out on it but it's it, like the brady bunch's backyard down it, there it, i'm telling you what it's the best that they have done it really is messaging sucks but good thing I'm here to try to clean it up. You're trying to help them out yeah. here. You guys will talk that up tomorrow morning on the Holy yeah. Garden Show beginning right. at 9 a.m. on 93 WIBC. That's right. So, Spark. I mean, and, I, and we listen because you don't, you don't talk about Jefferson Shreve down there. You just talk about, like, <laughs> gardening implements and such, right? <laughs> That's right. Like a Jefferson Shreve to you is like something you use in the garden, something, yeah. some kind of garden hoe. Yeah, it's the, yeah. Same, the same people that got you, brought you the weasel, the garden weasel. The garden now, weasel. You know what? I did not mean that. That seemed like it was a- It did seem like a no, shot. you know what? Uh, Stop taking shots down I, there. I, I absolutely- You guys all take shots. No, when you get on the fourth floor, you I guys apologize. all start taking shots. I apologize. I did, that was unintended right there. I uh, do remember by Ronco- the garden weasel, though. The garden weasel? That was... Well, they also had the uh, Popeil uh, pocket fisherman. Yeah, they do. 
Yeah. No doubt. So, uh, hashtag Ask Pat for those questions. Fire away. We've got a great Yeti-led prize package to give away. If I read your question on the air or you call in and we get you on the air, what's going to happen is it's going to be James to pick the winner. So somebody's going to get free Yeti. And what we got, uh, St. Elmo's liquids and powders and rubs and such? Yeah, there, do we? Uh, it's not like it's... Uh, you. you powders is kind of weird it's kind of like no, i like uh, the powder sauces, powders and liquids. sauces and rubs oh yeah sauces, sauces and I, rubs. I should have said sauces uh, instead of liquids got some uh, saint elmo powder if you know what i'm saying hashtag ask Get pat a straw good friend of the show brandon reef fires in here so we're moving into our first home this weekend what's first homeowner tips that would be beneficial to us hashtag ask pat uh, i would say that uh the first thing you do is exactly what i uh i did for you when you start to move in and mm-hmm. somebody has moved out of the of a home they uh stir up the dust and so I would make sure that I have a high en- energy or efficient, I should say, uh, furnace filter so that when you're moving in, it's capturing all that stuff as you kind of get settled into the house. So uh, that would be number one. And I don't would... hire the worst house inspector in the history of the world either. Correct? That's correct. But you're already further down that path. I don't even, uh, you know what? Uh, we just My daughter just bought a house and part of the deal was no inspection. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I think that's what happened to us, except I think he acted like he did do the inspection. Uh, this yeah. guy was completely clueless. That's completely different. Yes, clueless. Don't completely be a clueless different. house inspector. Yep. So uh, taking care of that, making sure uh, safety first, making sure that the uh, smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors, if there's gas or a wood-burning fireplace, is in there. And because uh, you, you do want to be safe, right? Yeah. And if the uh, smoke detectors are more than 10 years old, replace them. Do you uh, check the floor for maybe a hidden spot where they kept their weed and yeah, you check that drug paraphernalia yep, hidden. You try to uh, yeah. try to scout out the cameras they have hidden in the, uh, <laughs> the bedroom and the shower. <laughs> so you try to try to knock those out. <laughs> I can imagine if cameras were in mind. Exactly. Can you imagine? Oh man, I would even care at this point. Just no, whatever, put it on. Is that th- is that going to be on Showtime later on tonight? Just yeah. do it. Spencer writes in hashtag Ask Pat. Can Korean lilacs handle full sun? And how early this summer is too early to plant? Uh, you know, you can plant anytime during the growing season, but right now because it has been hot, although we've had a little bit of rain, you just have to stay on it. We have Korean lilacs right now in the garden center. Yeah, they do just fine. They do fine in the sun. We do, we water them every day, and that's what you'll have to do in. Until those uh, plants establish themselves and they can access a little more moisture as their roots go deeper. Anthony writes this, hashtag Pat. I have a hive of bees living in the ground in my front yard. You know what John says? Get the gas can out at night after, but no, Pat says don't do that. No, don't do that. I found out when I mowed over them and they attacked me which sucks i've had that happen before yeah, too they stung me all around my privates I yeah mean, I know. all this around 21 right? times yeah yeah you, and they didn't they didn't get they didn't hit the sweet spot thank goodness but i believe you had to uh didn't you have to drop the drawers in front of your uh, in girlfriend's, front of my girlfriend's parents, parents yeah. they saw everything that she saw yeah. right right there yeah right there a, in the pool yep that was the last date how do i get rid of them uh, you know what the uh, what you'll see is activity in the ground, and what what you'll want to do is kind of do a little uh, detective work mm. and find that spot that they're going in and out. And once you find it, you'll go, wow, how, how did I not see that? As soon as the sun starts to go down, you fill that full of a take a full can of Hornet and Wasp spray oh, yeah. and just fill it up. 
So do you, you're, you're not you're not down with the gasoline down in the hole. I am not down. Those with would that. be yellow jackets right in the ground. Yes, that yellow is jackets. Those that son is of a gun. So those are not, evil. Those are not the uh, friendly uh, honeybees. I love the, the honeybees oh. and the bumblebees. They're just really nice. I they may too. occasionally sting you, but it's like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean to sting you. That's right. The yellow jackets come right at you. We thought you were a flower when we were going to yeah, pollinate we you. Pollinate you when you were bent yeah, over right there. That's yeah. right. Right there in the rear end. I'm telling you. So yellow yeah. jackets, they're awful. They are, but you just what's like, the redeeming quality of yellow jackets? What do they do that we can't do without? Because mm. I, I think they I, suck. I don't really know. I guess they would aerate the lawn a little bit. No, really. Yeah, <laughs> got that going. Until I pour you. gas down them and blow them up. Yeah, you know what? There's something on TikTok. I'm trying to think that that started with gasoline, and I believe uh, the all the consumer safety product commissions had to start warning people, don't do that. But I'm trying to think what was the TikTok. And gasoline. It sounds like maybe gas down into a yellow jacket hole. Well, I don't think it was that one. I'm sure that's next. Hashtag Ask Pat. I have all these red clover mites all over my backyard. How do I get rid of them? Uh, you know what? Uh, you could uh, pretty easily spray, depending on uh, how you feel about uh, a cover spray. But there's some uh, great you could you can easily get a bottle of seven or eight that will hook directly up to your hose. And then spray away. You yeah. could also use neem oil if you'd like to have an organic product that would take care of that as well. Hashtag Ask Pat at 239-1070. Justin's been on hold. Justin, you're on with Pat Sullivan today. How are you? Hey, Pat. Hey, JMV. Hello, Justin. Um, I have a uh, gas uh, water heater in the basement, um, and the wife is complaining about a foul smell, and that's the only thing I can think of it could be coming through. If I change this anode rod in it, do you think that's going to help? Uh, probably. Is it just the hot water side that you smell the rotten yeah. eggs? Yep, yeah. that's exactly so, it. So the magnesium rod uh, is probably causing the trouble. So instead of you can replace it with, I believe, a stainless steel rod, or you could just take it out, cut it off, and then replug it. Okay. So now you may, you know, is it possible? The whole idea of the sacrificial rod is that it's supposed to extend the life of the tank. So, you know, did you knock a year or two off? You know, well, a lot of people are smoking and drinking too. That's knocking a year or two off as I well. Liked, I just like that you said magnesium rod. <laughs> that's awesome. That's a, that's a good movie title. Hey, I just filed that away as a, a future movie title right there. Magnesium, magnesium rod. rod right so there. it's probably going to take two of you. Someone's going to have to bear hug the tank while somebody else uh, takes a socket on the okay. top of that thing. Maybe even with a little uh, uh, extension cheater pipe on the ratchet yep. and then just pop Got that it. thing open. Now we got to probably drain it down a little bit, take the pressure off, and all that good stuff, right? You you do, but it'd be more exciting if you didn't. Yes, go take like a oh, okay. fifty-five yeah. minute shower, That's hot right. shower, right? Yeah, all you have to do is shut the <laughs> shut the water off to it. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, all anything right, else? Thanks, you got it, buddy. Thank yeah. you. That's Justin. Hashtag Ask Pat. Yes, bison Ooh, meat. Bison, bison burger is awesome. Yeah. Who's with me on this? Well, Why, I mean, and I know Red Fraser. Which used to be in Bloomington. I think it's in Greene County now. Red Fraser is a bison farm that has great bison, and they have bison just like they do in, you know, the cow. What's for the example. difference between a bison and a buffalo? 
I mean, I what's the difference between a buffalo that is? I just in, always found myself saying bison meat and not buffalo meat. I guess. I mean, you're out there in in Yellowstone. Yeah. Is the only difference is they're government employees. The first time was, I ever had bison was back in 1993 on my way to Colorado. I had it in Western Kansas. Uh, as we got ready to go into Colorado, it said bison meat here, bison burger here. Yeah. And I went after the bison burger, and it had to be good. back in 1994. I'll have to try bison. I'm not sure that I've ever had one. No, oh, it's good. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know why it's not caught on even more. What do you got there, buddy? Well, you know, uh, we have a uh, little uh, thing coming up at the store a week from tomorrow, which is we call it an evening in the garden, right? Right. So the problem is I think that term is used overused evening in the garden right midnight in the garden versus good and evil whatever that is it's an an evening in the garden i wanted to call it llamalation okay so where we get a bunch of llamas and then we kind of have you know music and food in the garden kind of a poor man's zubilation Oh yeah! All right. Well, I fit so right Zubilation. In there. You couldn't afford Zubilation. You could come yeah. to Lamalation at Sullivan Hardware and Garden, seventy first and Keystone. But actually, we're calling it Evening in the Garden. Check out the uh, restaurants that will be there. Half Liter, Bluebeard. What's Bluebeard? Holy hell! You yeah, tell me a little bit about Bluebeard. Bluebeard is Bluebeard. one of the best restaurants in in Indianapolis. Okay. Holy well, tell me smokes! More, buddy. You really don't know Bluebeard? I don't. But yet you could you could name any song from 1991, <laughs> yeah, and you don't even know Bluebeard. All right, but Son, I'm looking you need it up to, right here. Bluebeard. You need to get to Bluebeard. Ooh, Virginia Avenue is that down near yes. Fountain Square? Bluebeard. Blue, you seriously have never heard of Bluebeard? I will say this: I've become a little bit more food wise cultured because of the awesome Jim and Sarah. Every Saturday night at eight o'clock, they send me food here. Nice. Oft, oftentimes it's been from Slapfish, but it's been all around Fountain Square. Slapfish. Slapfish is good. Uh, what? Tupelo Honey, not too long ago, they sent yep. me stuff from there. But I have not had Bluebeard yet. Oh, dude. I'm looking at it right Blue here. Bluebeard is unbelievable. Salad? Yeah. They've got an unbelievable What makes their salad, salad great? Do they put, I can't, they I, put I, goldfish I, on it like I, I, I do you know mine? What? Quite honestly, I don't even know. I'm telling you, any salad is instantly better with goldfish on top of it. You realize that, right? Goldfish? Yeah. Why don't they put goldfish on salads? I don't know. Upland Jack will be around there. with croutons and stuff. Just put the goldfish on there. Gordotos. Uh, Gordotos. Uh, cool. Rust Belt Tacos. I mean, I probably messed up their name. Uh, Sounds chefs, like you did. Chefs from uh, the Harder Brunch <laughs> podcast will be there. Sully's Grill. Maggie's yes. Bistro. Lamellation. SullivanHardware.com. You can buy. It's only $60 a ticket. It is a poor man's zubilation. I need that, too, because I went to Zubilation once, and I go, I'm never, ever coming back to this. I'm all is for right? the zoo and that support. That thing is so popular. I thought it sucked so bad. Do you really? And I was, oh, I was Dude, all tuxedoed it out up. Like I was in hot. 12 and I was, minutes. I was sweaty, and I just, yeah, I thought, I was, I've I go, never yeah, been. this is it. This never is it for been. me right here. No more Zubilation. If I can go dress like this, I might go, but I'm not going in a tuxedo and wear, you know, tuxedo pants that are shorts and it's it's uh it's yeah. the night. I mean, I've never been there. You got to pay. You got to take nineteen hundred pictures every time you stop by and eat eat uh, you know a bite of food from a finger thimble. Really? Hell, I can't even get a taste of this. What do you? What is this? Wow, it's a finger thimble. So you don't like that, and you don't like uh, no I'm Halloween look, decorations. I'm looking at Bluebeard. No, I didn't like. I don't mind the Halloween decorations. It was somebody that actually oh, okay. sent that to me. Yeah. Bluebeardindy.com. The salads in which Pat Sullivan was referencing here: chop salad, yes, beet salad. That doesn't chop sound salad right. Chop salad is the one. Beet. Who in the world goes in and goes? Can I get the beet salad? 
I love beets. Didn't your grandma try to make you eat I, beets? I love Gross. beets. Beets. Maybe we should have a a beet a festival. Beet, beet fest. That's what I was thinking. Beet beets fest. are gross. Yeah. It's right up there it's with got coleslaw. coleslaw. Uh, there's a Caesar salad. There's an awesome wedge salad right there. So. Yellow rickshaw will be the uh, entertainment. No, that's awesome. When they're, is that again? a blast. Next Saturday. No, oh, that's good. Keystone. It's a lot of fun. And people go, well, what's it for? It's like, just because it's fun. All right. So when are we doing our, our barbecue smoke off with Wells again? That's coming up you know, too, I, right? I just saw, uh, it is. I just saw John Griffin stick his head in. So I'm, hopefully if he's here, I'm going to go grab him and we're going to nail down a date. We got to get this done. We don't, I mean, we didn't do it last year. No, we and, didn't uh, do it. Yeah. And a couple of charities didn't get our money. We got to do that again. That was fun. That was fun. Love that. Had a great time. I got to have some help though, too. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, trust me. You'll just be. Hey, we're, uh, we're not going to By the way, bison. Somebody have some bison this week. This is a bison weekend if you're grilling out and then report back to me coming up on Tuesday. I'm out Monday, but on Tuesday and tell me all about the bison that you have. You got great deals going on right now around Sullivan Hardware on grills of any kind, correct? Uh, yeah, we got some great deals on grills. We also have, uh, if you're uh, still doing a little planting or you came back from vacation and everything's dead, have a lot of uh, clearance on some beautiful annuals and uh, great deals on patio furniture especially especially the wicker because we just came from atlanta where we were purchasing our uh patio furniture for next year really so the ones that uh the uh last year sets that don't make the cut they get cut have you um have you seen the pictures of what sundown gardens landscaping did to my house uh, I did. This looks great. I'm telling you, looks great. They I, take such and good I, care I, I of my get, lawn. I got to get Scott back over. I've got one more square I need them to do because now this square is like, hey, something's got to be done here because it yeah. looks magnificent everywhere else. So you I got what? one more square. They do a great job. They do everything. Everybody goes, aren't they a competitor? It's like, eh, not really. Are they a competitor? Not really. Yeah. But I mean, they, they, I mean, they, they spray. Because Denny talks about it all the trim, time on Saturday. They, I mean, they do everything at Mar House. Matter of fact, even like before a holiday, they'll come up and kind of, because they know I'm an idiot, they'll yeah. co- clean up around the pool and stuff, get all the sticks and everything. They're ask awesome. for Brian, ask for Scott, Scott Levy, yep. and then Brian, and they will set you up. But I'm telling you, it was just an absolute facelift, what they did. And I still have people stop. They stop in my driveway and say, hey, are you looking to sell your house? And I go, well, I just... They said that they could make this look better, and that's exactly what they did. People stop all the time. Well, they're used to, to if they live there. there. I'm out there shirtless. Of course. So I go, yeah. So You know, you can get, like, you can take an object and have a, a cast made of it and make it into a fountain. You could do, it like, a fountain of you. Yes, I could. Like just yeah. like yeah. doing a little finger roll from my basketball yeah, and like, the way they, know, like and this and like the water coming out yeah. of my hand. And the hand. way they're the way they plumb them, you can make the water come out anywhere you want. Yeah. Oh yeah. I could yeah. Yeah. Oh I could just yeah, I could do a backyard kind of just taking but I don't do that. I haven't done that anymore because the landscaping looks so good. Oh, you don't pee, I have, pee no, in I the have, backyard? I, have, I don't think I've I've whizzed in the backyard all summer because of that. Really? It just I look like it's so pristine. I go, I can't pee here. Yeah, because you'll yeah, uh, yeah that uh, you can kill the grass that way. I don't want to do that. Yeah. So looks good. All right, um, tomorrow morning, ninety three WIBC. That's right, nine until one. We have a big show planned. Really I remember, a big I show. I will remember to call too. I forgot last. You know, last week, uh, week was uh, National Skinny Dipping Day, so we kind of wanted that. to get your. Ooh, that would have uh, been great. We wanted to get your opinion on that, and you 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 stood us up. See, I, I grew up with a pool, so there was a lot of skinny dipping going on. Yeah. And my, I, I was great. So I, I grew up with a pool, an in-ground pool, and my mom uh, my mom was a single mom and went on trips out west for like two weeks 
in a handful of summers when I was in junior high and high school. So hijinks occurred. Yeah. Like I had I had friends of mine that just spent the entire two weeks there. In the pool. In the Naked. pool. And I mean, skinny dipping, man. Come oh, on yeah. now. There's nothing better. I mean, I'm way out in the country with an in-ground pool, crank it up to 10, music as loud as we want it. Beautiful. Yeah. I need to go back to those days. Those are good days. Carefree, responsibility-free days. I need that. Yeah, that would be nice. We were out on on vacation and uh, right next door to a Catholic church, and uh, it's at like 11 o'clock. Yeah. And the pastor comes over complaining about music. And it's like, dude, it's 11 o'clock on 4th of July weekend. Exactly. And then right out of the bat, he goes, I don't want to call the police. It's like, I don't want to call the police. I'm not coming to church tomorrow, Father. I said... And then I said to him, Was this in Rhode Island? Yeah, this is Rhode Island. And it's like, and he comes up, up, he just walks right onto the porch. It's like, and I looked at him, I said, does this count as mass? You say, hey, take it easy, Padre, okay? Yeah. We'll turn it off when we want to turn it off. Yeah. Everyone there was Catholic. Nobody went to church the next day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, skinny dip in the pool. I missed the pool. My pool was great. Just an oasis. Everybody was always there. Mm. And again, my mom was cool. Hey, I'm going to go to Colorado for two weeks this summer. All right, and then she would have a friend of hers come over and and uh, check on me if I'm still alive. Yeah, had a bill at the general store. Just put everything on the bill. Went over there and put bologna and cheese and big red on the bill. <laughs> Carefree. <laughs> All right, tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. until 1. You can check him out downstairs, 93 WIBC. That is Home and Garden. The Home and Garden Show with Pat Sullivan, Denny Smith, Terry Stacy, Allison, and the gang coming up tomorrow morning, 93 WIBC. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Pat Sullivan. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thanks, John. Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairgrounds. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com.